Hi there, I'm James Dapache and this is Coffee and a Case Note. Team, today we're going to have a chat about a couple of farming neighbours. And one of the farming neighbours enjoys the benefit of an easement over the neighbouring farmer's property. And we'll call Farmer A the beneficiary of the easement. And Farmer A's easement allows Farmer A to enter Farmer B's property uh, for the purposes of irrigation. We're talking about access to water that is pumped from a local river. And Farmer A is also allowed to go onto the property to deal with the irrigation pumps and to take machinery onto the property for that sort of purpose. Now, what happens is Farmer B, the owner of the servient tenement, which is to say the owner of the property that uh, is the subject of the easement, uh, puts some padlocks and puts some fences in place that impede Party A's ability to access uh, the irrigation equipment, the pump and this sort of thing. So what Party A does is commence some proceedings. Uh, Party A comes to court and says, essentially, I want some orders that are going to allow me to get access to all these things that I need access to, pursuant to the easement. And what Party B does, initially, is defend the proceedings. But, as the proceedings progress, Party B actually removes some of the impediments. The padlocks, one of which was false for security reasons, best known to Party B, uh, fall away. Uh, there is a culvert constructed that assists Party A to get access. There are some fences moved and some fences removed. And in essence, over time, Party B is responsive to the claim and sort of manages to uh, allow Party A some genuine access to take advantage of its easement. Now, at this time, there hasn't been a final hearing, right? So the court proceedings are still on foot. And so what Party A does is Party A asks the court's permission to discontinue the claim. It seeks a discontinuance to say, all right, uh, let's just bring the proceedings to a close now. Essentially, I've got what I wanted, so let's all go home. Okay, so the only thing, oh, sorry, okay, I said that quickly, and so did the court. The court said, yes, look, these proceedings have served their purpose. You applied some, for some relief. Because of what the defendant went ahead and did, you got that relief, and there's no work left for these court proceedings to do. And the only thing left between the parties was the issue of legal costs, right? So normally when you discontinue proceedings, the discontinuing party has to pay the legal costs of the other party who would still be in the litigation. So if I sue you and you and I both incur a lot of legal costs, I go, oh, now nah, let's discontinue, then I'll generally have to pay your legal costs. But what happened today was the plaintiff said, no, this is an appropriate case that we should disturb the usual position and the defendant should have to pay my legal costs. So the court had to think about this because there's a bit of case law to say that if you discontinue your claim that you are more or less certain to win, uh, then even though it's not great to run hypothetical final hearings without an actual final hearing, then there's an argument that that cost position may be right. And in essence, the court considered the plaintiff's claim and said, oof, you are a very strong chance of winning. The court also considered that the defendant was quite slow. Uh, the defendant didn't immediately react to the summons and didn't immediately change its approach to access to the easement. And so what the court said was that in those sorts of circumstances, it was appropriate that the defendant, just to say party B, 
pay 50% of the legal costs of the plaintiff, which is to say party A. And so our plaintiff goes home with better access, uh, better means to enjoy its easement and one half of its legal costs paid. And I look forward to joining you again soon for another coffee, which I'm sure is coming shortly, and another case note. Cheers.